before, you know, I didn't grow up great. I slept on the I slept on the floor for years, so I never had I never had a dream of a bed. It would never felt necessary. <laughs> Welcome back to the Born Broke Podcast, Season 2. Excited, thrilled to be here. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter (laughs) for our latest clips. And um, you're going to have to help me out. This is my first time doing it. (laughs) Season (laughs) 2, Season (laughs) 2. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for latest podcast clips, podcast (laughs) updates. Listen to our latest episode on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel for weekly Friday uploads at 5 p.m. Every single Friday. And we're so, so, so excited for season two Facts. of the Bournemouth Podcast. You guys have no idea. Everything that we have planned is actually pretty crazy. Um, and we got this nice little sign. Yeah. So we're so excited. We can't wait to see you. Season two is probably going to be a lot longer than season one. We just had 10 episodes. We were get, just getting started. So mm-hmm. um, with that being said, enjoy the show. Today's episode is going to be about myself, uh, Dante. It's a continuation of the one we did for Anthony. Um, in season one. Yep. And, uh, yeah. We hope you guys enjoy. I was born in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, moved around a decent amount uh, when I was younger. Uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Rockford, Illinois. And um, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, went to, I was too young for Madison. I only spent a year in Milwaukee, and ma- the majority of my life I spent in Rockford, Illinois. I did spend a couple, you know, a few years in Chicago, but I was still too young to remember those years too. Um, I was on the poorer side of things. Um, kind of had this. I can't say it was a complete single mother aspect, but. Practically, it was. Um, I knew who my, you know, know my dad is. He was there. He just wasn't, you know, their provider. My mom was a provider. Um, yeah, so starting from there, I spent majority of my childhood in the projects in Rockford. Eventually moved out by the time I went to middle school. And, uh, th- you know, that's, I would say middle school is where I really started to, like, um, change because up until I, I would say you know from my first grade like kindergarten to first I'm just sorry fifth grade I was like <clears throat> it's like I wasn't conscious of life yet like you know it's like you're in that phase of life where bad things are happening but you don't understand they're bad yeah. until late like later in life you start to know you like realize the fucked up shit that you had like to go through is, yeah yeah this is like rough and wrong or whatever whatever um Middle school was decent for me. I kind of I, I grew into a shell in middle school. That's when I became a quiet person. But I was goofy though. I was goofy. I'd always laugh all the time. I was I was never social. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> if I was social, it was because like, at some point, me and that person had communicated, and you know, I'm I'm not. You gotta be. I gotta get comfortable around you before I open up in any form. You know, a way because trust is like awkward for me to like just give out because I'm too curious 
I've always been curious on like what makes this person believe they are like real. Like people be like, I'm a real N-word, right? So I, I've always questioned that that statement's authenticity would never been presented to me from any human being. Just like, I'm a real, you know, I'm always honest. I'm 100%. I can't put a thousand. Yeah. But you're a cheater. You know, like, they're just, they're, you know, they just, there are things that people do that they, that they kind of like, Brush under, over. Yeah, they undermined it. Like, that, now that's a part of your a thousand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, that's you're that's like, all of it. You're, yeah. more, you're more like 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, I, due to my, my, my personal trust issues with the world, I, I, I just couldn't get close to like people. Was, it, was any of that due to your childhood at all? Because, so, you know. My dad was like super hard on us to the, like, insanely. Like it, abusively so, uh, he would always tell us like, "If I'm this mean to you, imagine what the world's gonna be like." Mm. So it's like a like a fucked up way to prepare you for the yeah. world. So he was he was already putting these mental block these you know things in my mind to like kind of have me be this way, be untrustworthy and kind of you know, unwilling to experience things, because of like, I, I'm, I had to be defensive based off of what I've been taught. But as I grew older, I grew out of that. Um, I was super violent when I was younger because my dad was super aggressive. So I was just I was just replicating him in school. So I was like always getting suspended for fighting, stuff like that. And I literally stopped fighting once he stopped hitting me. Wow! Literally. That's so he stopped he stopped he stopped hitting me when I graduated like my fifth grade you know year. After that, I never got into a fight again. It's insanely uh, powerful in a sense, and um, it's one, but it's one of those things that I yeah. didn't. You don't realize that. So I never thought later. about it. I was like, yeah. it was just like people were like, "What changed? What happened?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? I don't know why I was fighting like that." Then you, you know, a couple of years down the line, you talk to some people, you sit down, and they get you thinking because you never thought about it. It takes it always takes some something from the outside to get you to get you know inside your own mind, and I was like, man, I really did just stop doing that. Why did I stop doing that? The same way you subconsciously probably didn't know why you were fighting. Yeah. You subconsciously didn't know why you stopped fighting. Like literally. Yeah. And then, you know, eventually, you know, you get older, you understand your own mind better and um, you figure things out. Then, um, you know, graduated middle school, moved on to high school, went to Jefferson. Oh, wait, pause before we do that. So I was actually held back my eighth grade year. Um, my mom requested for me to get held back because she thought I wasn't ready to move on. And for that to happen, I had to agree to it, in which I agreed to it, because what are you going to do, go home to your mom? Yeah. <laughs> go home gonna, to your mom. What are you going to tell her, yeah? I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, it was a great thing. Uh, after that, I, you know, went to high school, made the honor roll, and, you know, stuff like that. It was a mm -hmm. great decision. Yeah. Um, I literally, I went from all Fs to, like, you know, not all Fs. I was, yeah. But, like. I was I was close. I wasn't bright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, got to high school. You know, grades, honor rolls, all that good stuff. You know, it's going up. Um, you know, you know, you start experiencing things. Start dating. You know, my life isn't too crazy. Naturally, yeah, my life isn't yeah. too crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I found the woman that I married in high school. My senior year, met her. Um, so, 
it's funny because it was it was it wasn't the best idea I ever had. But okay, so my mom dis my mom disagreed with the marriage from the jump. She was like, "Now nah, you're kind of jumping into it because we were so young." And did um, you marry her before or after graduation? After it was after because I, I it was after I got out of AIT. So I went to basic training, went to AIT, came home, married Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Um, the, during that time, we were we were so young, so young. Like, what do we? I didn't know. There was there were so many things I didn't know. I so I'm I'm what nineteen just got a house. Yeah, you're not even like a man yet. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, nineteen just got a house, and and she came down there immediately. I just had there's nothing in this place. She came down there immediately. We're in there. I gotta I don't know I gotta figure out how to make this house to home right. Yeah. And there are, there are steps and things that I need to do. I, there are steps and things I need to do outside of the home with you know my job. Which is extremely demanding and time-consuming because I was a cook in the army. We have probably arguably the worst hours in the military. So while working like some crazy like sixteen-hour days, I'd have to come home, and and she you know she'd have a list of things to do or whatever whatever for you. Uh huh. Like oh we need this we need that da, 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 whatever. Eventually, you know we get everything kind of worked out. Um, like real, I was I was a kid, like I didn't like I, yeah. was, I was like a house needs this, it needs that. I didn't yeah, exactly. You know, like we had an air mattress for a bit. Uh, she she hated that, but at the same time, I couldn't I I couldn't do anything about it because I didn't understand things. Like yeah, I, I mean, I slept. Before, you know, I didn't grow up great. I slept on the I slept on the floor for years, so I never had I never had a dream of a bed. It never felt necessary, so and there are just things you're not taught that you know that that, that you just I, I think it's experience in life. You know, there are a lot of things that were normal for me that weren't normal that I just had to keep experiencing as I went. Yeah, there's certain things about being uh, one like figuring out manhood, but yeah. also being a good man. Because you were trying yeah. to be a good man, or literally just being a normal human. Like yeah. I, I literally didn't have, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have the normal human life. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I was so, but like once she, it was like, but once she brought it up to me, I went and got it done. So, so it wasn't like you didn't know. I was just like, oh damn, you're right. I, this is kind of messed up. I have you like this in this situation. Mm -hmm. But I didn't understand that until it was said to me. So boom, you know I go and get the go and get it, but she still holds on to that. So she brings it up. You had me sleeping on the. Mm. So, but I always be like, oh, I'm sorry, that's my bad. Whatever, whatever, move on. Um. She, so <laughs> this is funny. So neither of us really knew how to cook. Yeah. <laughs> so we were just, you know, we were just kind of living on hunger, you know, hunger and love. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but. You know, pizza, just whatever, just terrible. Takeout and shit. Just terrible. Yeah. Uh, but, but, um, I, so, but that marriage did fail. It did fail because of our youth, our, un, I, how do I say? We both got real prideful at some point. Real defensive arguments, of course. Couldn't leave things alone. Had to hash it out, you know in any way we could to the end eventually just it just wasn't working anymore but but i was i was the beginning of that one so 
everything was going to take a toll on me. And one of the things she was big on was, you know, she didn't want to do anything. She said that to me. I don't want to do anything. You handle everything. Oh, responsibility-wise. She wanted nothing to do with nothing. I would, I would make requests. Can you, like, and maybe you can keep up the money and all that. You know, do the numbers. Or, uh, like, you know, nope. Uh, just. What about I was ho- like, housework? I mean, there wasn't anything really to keep clean. I was never home. Oh, so she was cleaning after herself. Yeah. So, but yeah, there was never a thing, honestly. Um, and I don't, it just, but yeah, but the job for me kept, was catching up. Doing everything in the relationship was catching up, and I got depressed. But I only got depressed after my deployment. Because even, and even while I was deployed, I was like, there was, she was like, you call me every day. Da, da, da. I'm like, I really don't want to call you every day. Like, I'm stressed over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going through it. I, and I, and I, I can't call you every day. But anyway, after um, after I get back from the, my deployment, I expressed to her, like, I'm numb right now. I'm depressed. I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. I, I'm, I feel like, you know, I feel like just an empty shell. And I was just waking up. And everything was just work, all of it. And I, I, you know, like I don't feel love. I don't, I called my mom before I told her this. And my mom was like, you know, don't tell her. <laughs> my mom was like, don't you, you go, don't, don't tell her. Anyway, I tell her. Um, she leaves, you know, goes home. Because, uh, you know, I need to, I, I got to figure me out. And I, and I can't work on us not not knowing myself and understanding why do I feel so out of it. And I was just, I was just overwhelmed. Every, everything just hit me too fast. I was, too, everything was, I just wasn't ready for everything just coming to me at once. So after identifying the issue, um, and this, this, this was like a four day span, uh, you know, eventually she, you know, we get back together. This is all within four days. We get back together. We're trying. We're meeting up, seeing each other. Some At some point in there, she's seeing somebody else. I don't know how long it lasted, when it was, none of that. At some point, she starts seeing somebody else. And I don't find this out until after our split. And, uh, yeah, just, yep. And she left me not knowing that, and she made sure she told me I want to hurt you. Before, like this is what she told me before she left. I want to hurt you, and I was like, I just I didn't know what to say, but I stayed, cause I'm cause I was like as a, I'm the cause of this, right? This is my fault, and but and and but as she's saying it, just started eating away at me, right? Everything just kept getting. I just kept going down and down, but I kept fighting to maintain it. And fix it, but it was it was it was it could never be fixed. Cause I think I think it, she realized what she had done, and was kind of deflecting on me. But I would I never knew. I, just, I in my head, for her it was always just I'm the worst thing that ever happened to her. And yeah, that's where we left off. And is there <laughs> any is there any part of you that feels like this is just a situation of almost so many things are out of your control? I, I mean, mean, you're you're pushed. With your job, I mean, and 
and I know how hard a relationship can get when mm-hmm. when your mindset gets on on work. Trust me, like is you know you just kind of get in that mode. And um, is there just any part of it that feels like I don't know maybe some could have been changed, or do you think it was just kind of inevitable with everything going on? <coughs> so I don't. We would have still made it if she didn't give up. Because you wouldn't have. I wouldn't. No, I would have never given up. I would have always worked. Like, I was adamant on telling her, like, I made all the changes, everything that, you know, I've adjusted. I'm, you know, I was already, I planned on getting out, whatever, because I was like, this, this isn't doing good for me mentally to maintain our relationship. So to, you know, to keep us together and relationship healthy, I was getting out. I applied to Amazon, get hours that work for our relationship so we can spend time together, you know, decently. Look, that's why I work the hours I work at Amazon. I planned that out for us. Oh, wow. Um, everything was scheduled around our relationship while I was getting out the army. Um, like I said, I didn't know she cheated on me until about a year later. Much later. A, about a year. Uh, her friend told me. They're not friends, but someone close to her told me. Um, and, yeah. That's it's, it's just. And now you're here. And now I'm here. I'm seeing somebody else. Life, yeah. <laughs> life yeah. isn't life isn't over. It's good. It's up. Um, I'm I'm at peace for sure. And yeah, I'm in the best shape probably I've ever been in a minute. <laughs> um, I think I'm, just your mental, yeah. just from an outsider's perspective. I mean, when you first got there, mm-hmm. you and I didn't talk too much. Because I was yeah, I, I was also you know that was that's when that's we when he too. was going through it. That's yeah. literally what I started working at Amazon. Probably like a day. I think it was the next day we split. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but it, it did not help knowing that like I set up my life schedule. That means I, you know, I'm waking up like ah, four thirty a.m. Ah, yeah. This was, your new job. Your new job. This yeah. Is so my relationship would work. Yeah. That's. Yeah. It's it, the only thing. It the only thing that made it kind of crazy was that like you never told me, and you kept blaming me for everything. It was deflection. Like it was crazy madness. And but I'm I'm, I'm I got you know I got my own my own form of closure at some point. It was great. Like there were there were good parts of the relationship. Of course, that's why we you know lasted for about you know how many like five, I would say five years ish, five years ish. But yeah, it was uh it was what it was. But you know I moved on, going to school, got a podcast. Come on. Yeah, he's got he's got a lot going on. <laughs> I mean, enough. Uh, potential yeah. real estate course, or I'm um, sorry, real estate license because yeah. he got the course. I mean, you know, potentially another opportunity exactly. podcast. Like, I'm proud of you, man. It's, it's great. It's been it's been a journey. I've had an amazing journey. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. And now you're gonna go into phase two. Exactly. It's like a new beginning, really. In in a way, it is. Yeah. Really like a new beginning. Well, well, thank you for sharing that, man. Yeah, that's 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 me. Thank you for watching our first episode of season two of the Born Broke podcast. We hope you enjoyed. It's going to be a fantastic season, full of many guests, many surprises, and of course, many different topics relating self improvement and different things like that. So, thank you so much for tuning in and Born Broke. Well, Rook. Mm-hmm.